Jacques Howard on location. I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for the Lancaster Roots and Blues Festival 2017. And I'm with Annie Mack. Um, you had a very busy weekend. Yes, it was awesome, yes. So um, uh, let's just talk a little bit about, um, I, I know a lot of artists sometimes get put in boxes. And Absolutely. you're one of those artists who is very outspoken about not being put in a box. Right. Your music is a culmination of lots of different things, <laughs> but also fused with where you're living, your current environment, et cetera. Can you just talk about that a bit? Um, you know, I think it's really important as, I don't know if I want to call myself an artist just yet, but I think we're all inspired by things that there's a lot more freedom to be open about those inspirations. So for instance, like I grew up in the heyday of like, you know, that kind of soulful country, I think. There's like country western, but like I love Crystal Gale growing up and I love watching, you know, I was I used to watch my Hee Haw and, and Henny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Those were cats that had crossed mainstream. And I thought they were so cool, but I love, you know, soul music and James Brown and, you know, I love um, Jimi Hendrix. I love rock and roll. I love, you know, all of all music. And so I was really excited to have, have an opportunity to play here. And, um, you know, I'm from Minneapolis and that's like, a, you know, the home of Prince. And so that sound, I grew up on that sound too, you know, that bass, that funk, that, you know, really cool stuff. So it's just a big melting pot of everything, you know, and I'm just really think it's important to embrace that you can't stay stuck in one place you have to you know be influenced by you know something um, and be open enough to receive it you know not be afraid to try something different out too you know and I'm glad you said that point because that's sort of where I was going next I mean you mentioned um, Prince and Minneapolis and a lot of times when people think about our country we have a particular mindset of what is representative of that region you know I'm from New Jersey New York area you're from Minneapolis, and when you start thinking about South and West, like you automatically conjure up ideas in your mind. But as an artist, how difficult is it for you to say, hey, look, I'm not just that. I'm a bunch of other things. And then how does that translate to your actual live performance, which is, which is awesome? Thank you so much. Here's, here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to try to stay on track. <laughs> um, when I write a song, I hear the personality of the song. And I'm at a place now where I, if I write a song, I say, oh man, you know, that's a cool Americana song. Like I want mandolin on that song. I want upright bass, maybe some pedal steel guitar, you know, or I'll say, yeah, you know what? I want a soul song and I want, um, you know, I want some horns on that. I'm in a place where when I hear or I'm inspired by something, like I'm creating, I'm writing a song, I try to give it the proper voicing and be honest and true to that, how I feel it. I wrote Saving Grace for my daughter. I wanted something that was very melodic. My daughter's beautiful. She's a beautiful spirit. She's a melodic being. She is graceful. And I wanted to write something that was beautiful and soulful and that reflected who she is as a person and, and her spirit. So I wanted something that wasn't, I grew up very hard. And so, you know, I grew up hard. So with my daughter, she's such a blessed young woman that I wanted to capture that in the song. Um, as a matter of fact, we, we amped it up a little bit. There was a time where that song was just really just, you know, I'll give you the CD, but it was just really beautiful melodic. We just kind of added a little bit more country to it. So I try to be, I try to give integrity to the song and be honest at that integrity and not living myself like, well, I'm black, so I better sing it this way or do it like that. No, if I hear it, God gives it to me a certain way. I try to have integrity and be honest to that way. You know what I mean? You know, um, you know, when I do this, I always appreciate when it's almost a, a like a, a, a fluidity of the interview. Mm -hmm. 
and you're hitting on all these different points that I want to bring up. And the next one, I wanted to talk to you about, you are very much a presence. Like when people see you, you command the room fashionally, fashionally, you've got a lot going on, but I mean, like you can't really make that. Right. It has to be something from within. And it's obvious that that is coming from within, and it also translates to your music, to this other far-reaching entity. So can you just talk about that a little bit? I think that's the blues background. You know, when I, I let me tell you, because blues is about, there's so many different things about it, but how you present yourself, excuse me, how you present yourself and how people perceive you now, you know, I don't wear the sparkle dresses. I've gone through that phase and the blonde wigs. I love it. I love my Chicago sisters. I'm showing you some love, but I can't do that. I have to work within my means. I have to work with when, you know, I can afford, because I'm cheap. <laughs> I have to work, I got three kids, so I can't be going to get dresses made for me just yet. I can't be doing that, so I'm a natural sister, and so I just want to, you know, um, look, put, put together. I don't need to be super dressed up, but just put together. I think that's important, you and, know. And, and my background is in fashion, and, and I think that's also what kind of yeah. said, you know, close my eyes, so listen sharp to the music. Too. Thank you. I saw you, I was like, <laughs> I said, look at him. I could close my eyes and hear you, but then when I see you and I'm like, man, this yeah. is it. And for those who are just listening, I'm pointing, saying this is it. This is what's happening now. So talk about how this whole persona of everything that you have going on. I'm getting excited. I'm like I moving wish, around. Man, you know, I'm just so simple. I wish I was one of those really cool, profound artists that can say just deep shit. But here's where I'm at. I'm real. You know, I'm thankful that God has given. I came into music really late in life. And I told God, I said, if you keep giving me opportunities, I'm gonna keep taking them. I'm not a traditional road dog. I'm not on the road like 200 days. I'm not, I don't do that. But it's been really awesome to get really great opportunities and be ready for it. There was a time where I couldn't even get through a song. So to be able to come up here and be comfortable on stage and to sell it and to, you know, be, be honest. I want people to feel something. Like when I write something, it, you know, I want people to not, I don't want to be the only one to be encouraged. I want to encourage other people. I want people to feel something, to take something away. I believe in milks, milk versus solid. There's a time for milk and there's a time for solid. And so my music, I try to make it, you know, like something you can hold on to, something you can listen to. And I've had people come up to me and say, Andy, you know, I was having a hard day, but I put on your song, you know, and, and they're not even like Christian or anything like that. They're just like, it was real. They knew that I came from a real place and that it wasn't something contrived. Because you can read that shit on people. I love the Lord, but I cuss. But, but I'm real with God because, you know what I mean? That's what's up. That's what God wants. That's, that's absolutely. So I'm real about that stuff. And I think when people, they're encouraged by that. And, and um, you know, when I sing Hey Mama, that's real. That's for real. My mother was, we were so, we didn't have a car growing up. We took the bus. I couldn't tell you how to get somewhere in Minneapolis. But if you asked me on the bus, I'd be like, yeah, you take the number five. Get off on the number five. You know, we were raised that way. We didn't have nothing. And so to sit there and watch my mother seriously trying to figure out how am I going to provide another day? What am I going to do for these kids so that I can feed these kids, get them to school, clean clothes? I mean, we hand washed our clothes and hung them in the backyard. We had a garden for necessity in the hood. The monks came over and taught my mother how to garden in the hood. And so, like, you talk about survival, you talk about grid, you talk about, you know, having something to hold. That's what I'm about. It's, it's putting that in people like, you're gonna be all right, you know, it's okay, you know, so um, I, I just wanna make real music for real people, you know?
I'm going to sign off real quick because uh, these guys are finishing up. But I do want to continue the conversation Absolutely. with you. Annie Mac, thank you for a couple of minutes of your time. Absolutely. Continued success, all right? Thank much you so love. much, Jacques. And you look so good. <laughs> oh, thanks, I appreciate baby. it. Thank you so much.